Hello and welcome back. Today's topic is when should I or should I not become an S-corporation? Now, uh, before I get into that, just a few housekeeping items. One, we have our uh, live webinar coming up on May 4th, 2022, Tax Strategies to Ensure Business Owners Pay the Least Amount Possible. This is a free live webinar. You can join at taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash webinar. And again, Small Business Tax Savings Summit coming up June 14th and 15th. This is going to be a two-day, 12-hour event where, we walk, where you're going to walk away rejuvenated with ideas and implementation steps to lower your tax bill immediately. You can sign up at taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash summit. We also have a $100 off coupon code specific to podcast listeners. That coupon code is podcast taxes. And just a reminder that if you are a member of our tax minimization program, this summit is included. One final remember, do not forget to join our free Facebook group. Just go into Facebook, type in Small Business Tax Secrets, answer a few questions, and join there. Now let's talk about today's topic. When should I or should I not become an S-corporation? And first off, if you have missed our blog post or podcast episode last week on what is an S-corporation, you're going to definitely want to check that one out first as it leads into this one of when you should not be an S-corporation. First, you want to find out What is an S-Corporation? I also want to let you know that we did an entire series on S-Corporations on both our blog and podcast a a, a while back. So if you want to dig deeper from what we discussed today, check that out. Within the show notes, we're going to have a link to that blog post on today's topic where there'll be a link in there to that full series that we did. It was like a six or seven part series. We also have a very in-depth deep dive into S-Corporations as a module in our tax minimization program. So if you are not a member yet, you may want to go there and and review the entire module. Uh, This, again, a tax minimization program is a great place to not only grab these modules, go through different tax strategies, implementation guides, but you also get access to our entire team for uh, unlimited uh, general accounting and tax questions. So we call kind of having that accountant in your back pocket. All right. So with all that being said, let's dive into today's topic. When does it make sense or doesn't make sense to be an S-corporation? And before we get into that, we just want to talk about what are the S-corporation requirements. So to to even elect S-corp status, there's a few requirements that they have. First, you must be organized initially as an LLC or corporation. Remember, with an S-corporation, this is simply a tax election. So you have to have a company open first that you then would elect that S-corp status. If you are currently operating as a sole proprietorship, you will need to open an LLC or corporation before you're able to elect S-corp status. That's a key thing to remember. The second piece is that shareholders can be uh, shareholders of an S corporation can be individuals, certain trusts, or estates, but shareholders cannot be a partnership, a corporation, or a non-resident alien. So that's a key thing: is that if the owner of your company is a partnership, corporation, or a non-resident alien, you cannot elect S corp status there. With an S corporation, you cannot have more than one hundred shareholders. With an S corporation, you can only have one class of stock. And with an S-corporation, all shareholders, all owners of the company must consent to that S-corp election. So I want to talk about the S-corp requirements because these are going to play well into when it makes sense or when doesn't it make sense to be an S-corporation. So first we want to talk about when should I not be an S-corporation. Now oftentimes you're going to hear accountants that are very quick to jump on the S-corp bandwagon. But there's some things that we should discuss on when it really may not make sense for you to be one. 
And so the first one is, is your business is small. If your business is small, as we talked about last week, as corporations have some disadvantages, specifically a separate business tax return and W-2 payroll required. If you're a small business making, say, $20,000 a year, these added compliance costs will eat into all of your tax savings that you may get with an S-corporation. So you might have some additional compliance and you're not really seeing any tax savings because the extra compliance costs are eating into your tax savings with an S-corporation. So if your business is small, say $20,000 a year in profit, an S-corporation may not make sense. If you have foreign owners, an S-corporation will not work. As we talked about above, a non-resident alien cannot be an owner of an S-corporation. So if you have foreign investors, you are not allowed to elect the S-corp status. Um, Some states or local laws have unfavorable laws to S-corporations. So there's a few, not many, uh, states and localities in the U.S. that may have an unfavorable treatment to an S-corporation, which again, could eat into some of your savings. So you're going to want to do a more in-depth analysis If you're in one of these states where it makes sense, an example is New York City or the state of Tennessee. If you live in one of those, you will want to talk to a tax professional to go through your specific scenario, your income levels, where you're at to see where your tax savings are going to be when we also factor in some of the tax that you might have added at the state or local level. Another time where an S corporation may not make sense is if you have another high paying W-2 job. The biggest reason to elect S corp status is for self-employment tax savings. If you have a high paying W-2 job, you may be maxing out social security taxes already and thus your savings would only be roughly 3%. Again, this could minimize your savings under an S corporation uh, unless your S corporation is earning over a certain level, usually around that $200,000 level. So if you have a business, but you also have another high paying job, um, you know, say over $150,000 in that other job, but your business is only profiting, say, $80,000, we might want to hold off. So another high paying W-2 job is another reason to think, hey, is this make sense or not? If you're expecting your business to decrease or close soon, an S corporation might not make sense. If you're expecting your business profits in the future to be low or you plan to close your business in the future, again, we might not want to bring in these added compliance costs if we're not going to really be utilizing that S corporation in future years. And finally, uh, if you're planning to go public soon or have a lot of investors, S corporation may not be the best option. With an S corporation, you are limited to only one class of stock and 100 shareholders. So if you plan to go public or bring on different types of investors, an S corp setup likely would not be the greatest fit. Uh, But again, there might be some workarounds to that. uh, Some of the owners who might still be able to utilize an S corporation just in a separate method. And we're going to talk about that on future episodes. So as always with a decision like this, you should be running it past your tax advisor to ensure that this decision is the right one. So again, just a recap, when should I not be an S corporation? If your business is small, say $20,000 a year in profit. If you have foreign owners, you wouldn't be allowed to have an S corporation. If you live in an unfavorable state or where local laws add some tax, which could eat into your tax savings, again, New York City and Tennessee, you may not want to be an S corporation, although we still would want to do the numbers, run some checks. If you have another high paying W-2 job with lower business and high paying W-2 job with a business that's a little bit on the lower end, S-Corp might not make sense, but again, let's run the numbers. If you're expecting your business to decrease or close soon, we might not want to, or if we're planning to go public soon or have a lot of investors in S-Corporation may not be the best vehicle. 
So let's get to the fun part. When should I be an S corporation? Uh, these are all, again, just to, as a disclaimer, these are all general guidance and your specific scenario should be discussed with a tax advisor. So the first one, business profit of $50,000 or more. So as we kind of talked about, there's that added compliance cost with an S corporation, separate business tax return and payroll. And you want to make sure that you have enough profit to outweigh those added costs. $50,000 is a good benchmark that we use for that. If your business is profiting $50,000 or more consistently, uh, an S corporation is likely going to far outweigh any kind of additional costs you have with electing that S corp status. And again, a key part of that is you expect to maintain profit of $50,000 or more. Having an ongoing expectation of that income level is also key. If you're making $50,000 this year, but expect all future years to be $15,000, then it may not make, make sense to get the benefits for just one year when it may hurt you down the road. As corporations are great for those that are a solo owner or they're just a partner or two, um, it will likely play well with that. You know, we're going to be talking about the next in the next week about different entity structure and setups with multiple businesses or partners. So check that out. But the key thing here is that typically we will go a different route if there are a lot of owners or outside investors. But if it's kind of a solo owner or a partner or two, S corporation is likely going to be a good fit. And again, S corporation is good if you have no other high paying W-2 job. Most people we put in an S-corporation, it is their main source of income. They do not have other W-2 jobs that they earn a high salary in. Their business is their high income. And so that's where it's going to make sense. So again, when does the, the biggest thing that we want to look about when an S-corporation makes sense is that $50,000 in profit or more with the expectation to maintain that. Those are going to be the kind of the two big indicators of when it makes sense. Like I said in the beginning, I highly recommend you check out our blog post or podcast episode last week on what is an S-corporation, and then we also did our series, Everything You Need to Know About S-corporations, so if you want to dig deeper into this, you want to know more about S-corporations, how they work, how you do them, check out both last week's episode and our series, and within the show notes of this episode, we will have a link to our blog post that has links to all this stuff. We also, again, do a very thorough deep dive on S-corporations in our tax minimization program. As part of that, we do the S corporations. We talk about the S corporation strategy. We have a payroll tax savings calculator, and this is a great tool where you can run scenarios of your specific situation to see what savings you would have. So based on your profit, your reasonable salary, what would the S corp savings be? We also talk about in our tax minimization program, the S corporation disadvantages, how to decide if an S corporation is right for you. We, we also go through the exact steps on how to elect S corp status. So you could go through this whole, if you determine, yes, S corp makes sense. We teach you how to do the S corp election all on your own. We also teach you how to determine a reasonable salary. We have a worksheet that you can fill out to determine what is a reasonable salary for you. We also talk about setting up payroll for an S-corporation, utilizing Gusto, and different things that you need to do after electing S-corporation status, and so much more. So if you want to deep dive into this, join our tax minimization program. Again, not only will you get everything in this module, but so many other modules on different tax strategies that pair well with an S-corporation, as well as you have unlimited access to our team. So you can join our tax minimization program at taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax. Again, just a quick review of what uh, of the S corporation. The S corporation requirements are you must be initially organized as an LLC 
or corporation. This is simply a tax election. So you have to have an LLC or corporation set up. Then we elect for it to be taxed as an S corporation. Shareholders of an S corp can only be individuals, certain trusts, or estates. They cannot be partnerships, other corporations, or non-resident aliens. You cannot have more than 100 shareholders in an S corporation, and you can only have one class of stock. And every owner, every shareholder of the company must consent to the S corporation. S corp election. When should you not be an S corporation? If your business is small, you have favor, you have foreign owners, you live in a state like uh, Tennessee or a city like New York City, which may have some added taxes. You have another high paying W two job. Uh, you expect your business to decrease or close soon, or you're planning to go public in the very near future, or you have lots of investors. Again, these are just reasons why you may not want to do an S corporation. You still. You might be living in Tennessee and still do an S-corporation. We're not saying that. We just want to analyze the numbers and make sure your income's at a level still that makes sense to do this. Typically, when should you be an S-corporation? When you have business profit of $50,000 or more, and you expect to maintain that profit level. Again, S-corp works great for a solo owner, or maybe if you have a partner or two, and uh, typically S-corps work great for those business owners where the business is the bulk of their income. The high income that they earn is from the actual business that they are operating. So again, don't forget to check out our episode last week, What is an S-corporation? Also check out our series that we did where we dope deep dived into S corporations. Uh, Links to all these are in the show notes and our blog post and also join our tax minimization program if you want to join or learn more there. Next week, we're going to be talking about different structures uh, when you have partners and various different setups like that. So we're going to talk about when things get a little bit more complex and what type of good entity structures might make sense in those scenarios. So again, just want to thank you for listening to another episode and I will see you guys next week.